Good morning. Today, we will revisit India's COVID situation as the country's Supreme Court has stressed on the government to prepare for a more lethal third coronavirus wave. We will then talk about China's April growth that according to data released has accelerated at an unexpected pace. And we will finally discuss Telenor's troubles due to Myanmar's ongoing coup. Today is Monday, the 10th of May. I am Arunava and you are listening to the Leaders Brief by Igor Monk. India's Apex Court said last week that the country needs to prepare for a stronger and more lethal COVID wave as daily cases in the country topped 400,000 and deaths reported due to COVID crossed 4,000 in a single day. Since the beginning of April, India, which appeared to have effectively controlled the COVID outbreak till a few months ago, has been struck by a more lethal second COVID wave and has been since the last 3 weeks averaging over 300,000 cases every day with daily deaths numbering well over the 1000 mark. Added to the country's troubles are a severe shortage of medical oxygen, vaccines, and the COVID-treating drug Remdesivir. Last Thursday, a Supreme Court bench of Justices D. Y. Chandrachur and M. R. Shah instructed the central government to not reduce oxygen supply to Delhi, which remains one of the worst affected regions in the country. It is clear, the bench said, that several people died in the capital city due to a shortage of oxygen supply. The Delhi government has blamed the centre for not supplying adequate oxygen. On the positive side though India's principal scientific advisor K Vijay Raghavan who had earlier said that the third covid wave is inevitable in the country stressed that such a situation can be avoided he said quote if we take strong measures the third covid wave may not happen in all the places or indeed anywhere end quote addressing a health ministry press conference dr vijay raghavan said that preventing a third covid wave as the second appears to slow down would depend on how effectively guidelines are implemented and followed several states in the country including maharashtra karnataka and west bengal have put in place partial or complete lockdown measures in regions inside their borders the country's central government has also been working effectively in procuring oxygen supply in the worst hit regions several countries including france germany and the united states of america have sanctioned aid in medical equipment and raw materials required for vaccine manufacturing to the country India which has refused to go into a nationwide lockdown to destroy the covid chain expects the second wave to peak before decreasing this month Moving on to some news about India's neighbor China Beijing reported a rapid acceleration in its export growth for the month of April as covid induced pause on factory production in countries across the world pushed demand for chinese goods According to data revealed by China's customs agency US dollar denominated exports rose 32.3% on April from a year ago beating estimates by over 5%. A Reuters poll had estimated a 24.1% growth for the country's dollar-denominated exports. Imports too topped expectations, rising 43.1% in comparison to last year. It should be noted that the higher percentage is due to the fact that production and export activity had nearly stalled at the same period last year due to the COVID pandemic. A major reason for the drive in demand for Chinese goods, according to most analysts, stems from a decrease in production activity elsewhere in the world. Analysts believe that the primary drive in the export demand comes from India's covid situation as New Delhi is struggling to normalize industry and export activity. Data revealed that China's exports for April were almost 43 billion dollars more than its imports, showing that the communist government's aim of increasing manufacturing for local consumption is on a successful path. The pattern is likely to continue as long as supply chains around the world are affected due to covid-induced travel restrictions. 
It should be mentioned here that China was the only major economy to record a positive growth last year due to its large volume of exports, particularly made up of medical equipment. However, despite such positive numbers, most economists expect China's GDP growth to slow down till the end of the second quarter. Data from China's official Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index showed that factory activity growth slowed last month in comparison to March. And apart from an all-out trade war with the USA, China's relationship with several countries is seeing a steady decline. Among them, the 27 nations of the European Union and the United Kingdom have supported the USA in sanctions against Beijing for alleged human rights abuses in Hong Kong and the Xinjiang region. China has also indefinitely suspended key economic dialogue with Australia, the impact of which we will discuss in tomorrow's episode. Moving on to some news from Kuhit, Myanmar. Norwegian telecom operator Telenor registered an impairment loss of approximately $779 million for its Myanmar unit as the country continued to reel from political uncertainty after its military, the Tatmadaw, deposed Myanmar's civilian government on February 1st. The year-long emergency declared by the Tatmadaw has seen over 750 deaths in clashes between civilians and government forces. The coup has also caused rebel groups to stir up in support of civilians, demanding the restoration of the Aung San Suu Kyi-led government. There has been reports of fighting between the Tatmadaw and Karen insurgents at the country's border with Thailand. The political situation has caused severe losses for several businesses functioning in the South Asian country and Telenor, one of four operators in Myanmar, is facing added pressure due to a government order. Notably, 7% of the company's earnings had come from its Myanmar operations last year. If the situation does not change in coming weeks, Telenor might be forced to take a decision to move out of the South Asian nation. For now, however, the company continues to absorb losses, hoping for a change in the political scenario. That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings from around the world. Tune into Egomong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology, and innovation. Egomonk helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomonk.com that is I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S dot E-G-O-M-O-N-K dot C-O-M to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate egomong.com. Thank you.